Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Making Sense of It All. As always, I'm your host, Jesse Stakes. You know, it's hard to believe that the first CrossFit gym was only opened in the year 2000. It was actually opened right here in the United States in Santa Cruz, California. Since then, it's spread to over 150 countries worldwide, with hundreds of thousands of devoted followers. It evokes passion and allegiance that other forms of fitness training wish they had. My guest this week is Justin Henderson. He and his wife own two CrossFit gyms in the greater North Florida area, CrossFit Jacks Beach and CrossFit Duval. Their mission statement is simply put, and it's very direct. Our mission is to help you change your life with us. Enjoy my conversation with Justin Henderson. Let's jump right into it. My guest today is Justin Henderson from CrossFit Jacks Beach. Justin, thanks so much for joining me today. Jesse, man, glad we could do it. Absolutely. So for the benefit of my audience, I know I know CrossFit is is, you know, kind of in everyone's vernacular these days, but but tell my audience what you guys do. What is CrossFit Jacks Beach all about? So, you know, you bring that up, it's like, hey, CrossFit's in people's vernacular. People know what it is, people have some idea what it is. It's funny, and like this is a total tangent on that anyway, but it's funny because we find out more and more every day. We're like, yeah, we live it. We eat it. We breathe it. We're around it. And people know what it is, but like we find out every day, people still have no idea and actually no concept of actually what CrossFit is, right? CrossFit is a brand name. It's, you know, CrossFit is in generalized about fitness and CrossFit's the big bad wolf in the woods that, you know, gets everybody hurt during fitness. The reality <laughs> is CrossFit. Yeah. The reality is CrossFit is just the name to a certain type of workout. That's really just a little all encompassing of everything. And it, what it did is it put a name to fitness. Instead of like going to Bailey's and like just working out and calling out going to the gym, now the gym has a name, right? Sure. And the gym and the gym has a workout, and it's like okay, we can play CrossFit things, which that's fine. But the the reality is, what I break it down, it's it's group strength and conditioning, right? It's a it's a generalized strength and conditioning program. We're gonna work through all your big major lifts. We're gonna do conditioning. We're gonna run. We're gonna row. We're gonna put our body through spaces. We're gonna jump. We're gonna do pull ups and push ups and burpees, and you know. We're going to progress over time. We're going to do hit the big lifts. We're going to squat, deadlift, and press. We're going to do Olympic lifts. We're going to kind of keep your body guessing, but also still move you in a progression of getting fitter and better version of yourself. Awesome. I think you just said it all right there. You can take a breath. <laughs> so every, every, got, every now and then I get asked that question. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so what got you started? I mean, it's, I think it's really cool. You guys have had a lot of success with it, but, but where, where along your journey, journey, did you actually say, Hey, I, I want to do this for a living. I want to do this for my life. Right. So I think I found CrossFit as a general thing back in, I want to say it was like 2008, 2009. Okay. Um, I was working, doing construction, I was working out of town for a company. And, you know, it was like looking up the bad videos. This was before, I think it was even before YouTube. And they had like the little thumbnail videos and it was terrible. And you're like trying to pull these things up and watch. It's like, you didn't know what any of the movements were. And you're like trying to figure this out. And it's like, then you go into Planet Fitness or wherever later that day and you'd be like, let me try this out. And it's like, nobody could understand that. I need to use the treadmill and this dumbbell and this <laughs> all at the same time. Like what? Right. You can't do, you can't do that. Like you get off the treadmill, somebody else is taking it. Um, so I'm like, well, how am I going to do a 400 meter run and then go do 20 sit-ups and 15 push-ups and come back to it? 
Um, didn't make any sense. So, I, you know, he struggled with that for probably a couple of years doing that. And then I got back to Jacksonville and I was like, Hey, I got to find a CrossFit gym. So I went and found a CrossFit gym and it was like, did a workout. I was like, man, this is awesome. Honestly, it brought the biggest like connect connecting piece for me is it really brought it back to like competing in sports, like in high school and doing different things, being in the weight room, you know, you know, long story short, Jesse and I actually went to high school together. Um, the listening audience doesn't know, but the, we could maybe maybe tell some stories from back in the day but you go into the weight room there and it was a pretty cool high energy environment right there was things going on there were people in there and that's like that's a good training environment for working out and then you come into like a crossfit gym and it kind of mimicked that to a degree and you had a little bit of competition a little bit of camaraderie you had community involved yeah it's it super hard work you're working your ass off you're trying really hard but at the same time it's like it really gave you motivation to keep going and do better and get better at everything you're doing and that motivation to get better and do better kind of like, man, it's exciting. It gives the adrenaline going. It makes you want to come work out the next day. And then you go right. from, hey, hey, I don't want to work out. Workout sucks. Workouts are hard. So like, yeah, it's hard, but I'm excited to go do it. And like, it's a quick switch. And once that switch flips, man, fitness is easy. Like showing up is the hardest part of fitness. Showing up and doing it consistently is the hardest part of any fitness routine ever. And as soon as the switch flips and that becomes fun and you want to do it, oh man, it's easy day. Well, it sounds like so, it also develops a, a huge sense of community around it as well. It does. It absolutely does. Right. And that's, that's, you know, one of the big things it's like, you could compare across the gym to honestly, like a church, you know, some sort of social club. They, they, there's a lot of parallels between the two with a membership base and stuff like that, which is really cool. And it's hard to, it's, it's a hard thing to quantify. Like you can't be like, Hey, I love this church because the community is great. It's like, well, okay, cool. What does that mean? Like, what does it mean that the community is great? How do you foster community? And it's like, you know, it's a, you know it when you see it, you know it when you feel it, but it's hard sure. to like, it's hard to express and hard to tell. Right. Um, and I think, I think community is driven by, by the people in the community, obviously. Right. And if you have good people in the community and you create good relationships and you create good vibes, that's, that attracts a certain type of people. And those people continue to build that community and that community just gets bigger and bigger. Nice. Do you feel like that kind of creates a niche then as far as it's for some people and not for others? Or do you feel like CrossFit, you know, is for everybody, come one, come all? So I believe that CrossFit is for everybody. I don't know that everybody is for CrossFit. Okay. The, Explain. Um, I think anyone can do CrossFit. Properly applied with the right technique and the right coaching, anybody can do CrossFit. Right. But everybody might not want to do CrossFit. It might not fit for you mentally. It might not be what you want to do. It might be too hard for you. It might be too easy for you. You might not like working out in a group. You might want to work out one on one. You might like to have nobody around and zone out, put your headphones in and go do a workout and sit on a treadmill. There's a, you know, there's a thousand different ways to work out. Some people like sweating in front of their TV to, you know, to Tybo. And that's totally fine too. Is Tybo still a thing? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. Right. So it's, there's, a I'm sure Billy Blanks, I'm sure you can find <laughs> Billy Blanks somewhere. I'm sure he's selling something, right? Listen, uh, the beach body people have made like a bajillion dollars. So, you know, there's, there's something going on there, but right. There's, so there's a different way and it can be for everybody. And every really cool part about CrossFit is like in a CrossFit gym scenario, it's applied differently in just about every gym you go to, right? Every different CrossFit gym is going to have a different vibe, a different feel, a different look, a different way they, a little bit way they go about doing things different. And you're going to see in like, you see it in the gym, you can know it in the feel, you know, in the things. And some are really out there. Some are pretty much in some are going to, Hey, I, we serve this very specific population. Some say, Hey, we, we incorporate everybody and we, you know, we adapt to how that is. 
I think that's very fair. And I think, you, yeah. like you said, not every, not everything is for everybody. So it, you, you got to find what fits, what fits for you. Do you feel like you have any, you know, and I'm not asking you to call a child ugly or anything like that, but are there any type of, are there any stories out there, anybody that you've had in your program that has been in, that has been inspiring to you or that just sticks out in your mind as a, an incredible success story? Um, yeah, we've had so many. Um, so it's interesting. Like I'm trying to think like one example. It's like, I just had like 45 examples popping in my head. The, you know, the, the, the inspiring example for us, right. Is we have, like we have a female, whatever in a gym, mother of three, right. Has, you know, working full time, make somehow makes it to the gym, you know, four or five days a week. You know, they, she's bounced back from three different bounce back is, I guess, not a term they use anymore. She's right. <laughs> all the, all the, my wife is about ready to hate me right now. So they don't bounce back. They just, you know, they, they have, tell children, me she's right? on the other side of the camera. <laughs> she's not. Yeah. <laughs> I, she, I, I know this cause I have my own podcast just listen to these anyway. So I'm, I can pretty much say whatever I want. The bounce back is the bad term. I don't even know what the term is to say, Hey, you had a kid and you came back. Right. Recovered. You, you recovered. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think bounce back is fine, but re- you recovered and they come back and they're not only at the level they were before, they're in much better shape than they were before. They work through, you know, injuries that they had previous to life. They work through the trials and tribulations of life and kids and job. And anybody has kids and time and work knows you don't have time. Like finding time to work out is super hard. Right. And you go from being, Hey, I'm a little bit overweight to, Hey, now I'm, I've conquered that. I'm no longer remotely overweight. I come to the gym, I work out. I stay fit. And I've now, I've kind of inspired other people to do the same thing. Right. And it's like, we always use her as an example. It's like, if she doesn't have excuses to get to the gym, you don't have excuses. Right. Sure. Like she's busy, you know? Yeah. It's coming to the gym at 5.00 AM Monday through Friday. Super fun. You know, not always, but you can make it work. Yeah, no doubt. Well, and I'll tell you, I mean, it's, there's a lot of business people that listen to my podcast. And I think that one of the biggest one of the biggest things, the biggest negatives in our society right now is, is what we're just doing, right? We're, we're sitting in a chair. You know, there's so many people that sit in a chair all day, every day. They sit on the computer. They got the rounded posture from, from hitting the keys on their keyboard. Um, yep. I think that it's, you know, it's people get so far away from being in shape that I think sometimes the connotation of CrossFit can intimidate them. You know, they, like to your point, they they want to get they feel comfortable just throwing their headphones on, going on the treadmill, or just sitting by themselves at the gym, and they might get in decent shape, but but they they get a little intimidated by the the big bad wolf or the unknown because they don't really like to your point what you said earlier. They think they know what CrossFit is, but they don't really know what it is. Yeah, they don't. They haven't experienced it, and you know, it's the the unknown is hard, right? And people, you know, people like just kind of get back on that. People think they're in better shape than they are. People don't realize they sit in their chair and they do their work. They don't realize how actually out of shape they've gotten mm-hmm. and they don't, and the years have piled up on them. And, you know, as we get older, you really, you know, five years goes by like that. Right. We were right. just talking the other, we were just talking the other day and it was like, holy crap, has it been a year since we've seen each other? Right. Like it just flies by. Right. And, and it goes by super fast. Right. But it's like, as you get older and then all of a sudden, Hey, I've been sitting working this desk job for eight years and I haven't, I haven't seen a gym in eight years. And then, right. but, but in your mind, you're like, yeah, I'm not super out of shape. I'm like, okay, cool. Go, go run a quarter mile you know? <laughs> <laughs> and you can't do it. Right. It's like, it's, it's not happening. And it, you know, so people don't realize they underestimate how out of shape they are and they come to CrossFit and it's like, Oh my God, what just happened? 
right? And you're like, okay, well, here's what we need to do. We need to make a plan for you. We need to break it back down. Here's where I need to see you out. I need you to come in three days a week for the first three months, right? And I need you to, you know, work work these classes. If we can clean up the diet a little bit, that'd be awesome. But we'll, you know, one step at a time. You know, you know, for sure. me, it's always for me, it's always the first step is get you in the door. If I can get you in the door consistently and we can start making that happen, then it's okay. Then we'll start talking about the other things. But I don't need if I'm all of a sudden like, hey, what I need you to do is work out five days a week. I need you to work on your nutrition. I need you to cut out this, this, and this. I need you to make sure you're going to, you know, do yoga three times a week. And then I need you to run three miles on Saturday. And I need you to do this and this and then it's like, whoa, hey, no, right. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know where my gym shoes are. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you just said it. Yeah. I think you touched on a huge piece that again, affects everybody's nutrition. Um, yeah. Are you guys working with people on their nutrition as well? Not just on their, on their physical fitness per se, but on the, on the, on what they're putting in their mouths as well. We do. We do. Um, so in the fun state of Florida, there's a bunch of nutrition laws that get in the, get in the, it gets a little gray, on, okay. like kind of, kind of what we can and can't do as far as a company and helping people with their nutrition. State of Florida says, if I tell you, you know, it's bad if you eat ice cream and pizza every day, that a registered dietitian should have to tell you that. Interesting. And I can get in trouble for telling you that. And okay. it's like, well, it's like, well, that's pretty much, this is general, but the, anything on the internet they read that says the same thing can, can do it. So it, there's, and then there's, there's, there's legislature trying to go through that like kind of protects us and different things like that for, you know, we can't, like I can't take on a client that has some sort of like um, actual issues, right? That is dietetic issues, nutrition issues that they're medically seeing a doctor or nutritionist for that like they, there's real things going on. Like I'm not going to prescribe you something. I can give you, I can give you blanket good advice, right? Sure. It's, it's, it's not going to be bad advice to tell you to eat, you know, lean meats and vegetables. Like, hence, the, hence the disclaimer on any kind of gym application. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> It's like, you know, and we, and we do, we talk about it. You know, we, we talk to people all the time. It's like, Hey, what do you, you know, what does it look like? And like the basic, basic for us, just easy stuff for us is like, Hey, fill out. All I want you to write down what you had ate for a week. I want you to write down everything you put in your mouth for a week. That's it. Well, I just, I've always, I've always felt you can't out train a bad diet. You can, you can work your tail off in the gym, but if you're eating 3000, 4,000 calories a day, you're not going to see the results. It's, it's really hard. And especially in, in the reality is that most people that are like, Hey, I can out train my bad diet are already, already in the negative, right? right? They're not, they're not already the in shape person. You take, you take a 40 year old who, you know, is training for Ironman triathlons and does all that stuff every weekend. And he's been doing it for 20 years. Yeah. He can, he can probably still out, out train his diet, right? Cause he's burning a significant amount of calories sure. on a weekly basis, just by volume of training. And he's been doing it for so long. He's not, he's already not overweight. Right. You right. take somebody who's overweight and it's like, Hey, I can, I can still eat that as long as I work out more. Ain't gonna happen. Like you'll, you'll lose some weight early on. You'll drop 10 pounds. You'll drop 15 pounds, depending on where you're at, you know, just by doing something, but then it's gonna, it's gonna level back off. Right. So, so we, we tend to get into the, you know, that it's like, Hey, let's make some, just try and get people to make better decisions more so. And then when it gets into the nitty gritty and people want different, more advice, we do have um, some nutrition companies. We, we kind of, farm out some nutrition stuff too, to help people along their way to really, really tie it together. I got to imagine when people put the effort in to go to commit to CrossFit and they, and they, they see that they see some success, they get excited about it. They feel part of the community that some of that starts to happen naturally too. They want to see the improvement. They want to get better. So the diet probably naturally starts to improve a little bit just because 
you know, it's it's just like anything else. You start seeing some positives, you want to see more positives. Yeah, exactly. You're like, hey, you, you know, the conversations that we always hear is, hey, what should I eat before my workout? Right. Okay. That's 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 always like typically is always the disguise of I feel like crap during my workout. What should I have eaten before my workout? Right. And we we know we know what they're actually asking, but they're that's how they that's how it, it comes to their mind. It's like they feel like they're going to throw up during their workout. So it's, hey, what should I eat before my workout? Right. right. Like, well, what did you what do you normally eat before your workout? Right. It's, it's a great fitness answer of a it depends. <laughs> you know, <laughs> everybody always loves that answer. Like, what did you have beforehand? Okay, let's let's talk about that. Okay, what do you normally do? Let's does that work? Do you feel like that works for you? Do you feel like you want to throw up? I feel like I want to throw up. Okay, let's stop doing that. Let's <laughs> let's do something different. Right. And it's well, I had, you know, three cheeseburgers from McDonald's before I got rolling. Is that bad? I don't know. What do you normally need? It sounds bad. <laughs> I wouldn't do it, but you know. <laughs> you know you're working out at 5 a.m., right? How did you how did you get McDonald's cheeseburgers? I <laughs> 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 kind of saved at home. Um, you'd, you'd be surprised. The, the stuff that like you get like on that, you're like, oh my God, no, don't do that. Um, like, do I need to eat before 5 a.m.? I'm like, can you eat before 5 a.m.? <laughs> like, Fair enough. Well, no, I, no, I don't have time and I don't really feel like eating. I'm like, well, don't eat anything. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So let me take a step back here for a second. Yeah. We really, I mean, the last few years, last three years, and I mean, we've kind of gotten back to normal in Florida, especially in Florida, but across the country. But COVID had a bit, big impact on gyms all, of, all across the country. Did it impact you guys? Not at all. Okay. So you guys yeah, didn't I'm have... Kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to give you that like one word answer. No, move on. Okay. <laughs> Terrible interview. Uh, yeah, dude. COVID was... Uh, COVID was fun. Good times. Good times. We should do it again. The, so, you know, we were like everybody else, right? It came down the pipeline and all of a sudden it was like, we started seeing CrossFit gyms pretty early on. Thanks to like the internet and Facebook and stuff. There's like CrossFit gym owner groups and all like there is for anything else. And like you started seeing pretty about a month and a half, two months before we really got going here, you started seeing like gyms in China, right? Like they were like at the epicenter and they're like starting to post about it. Like, dude, this is crazy. We're shutting down. This is coming to you guys. You better watch out. And then it was like coming across Europe and like Italy started hitting. And it was like, so we kind of had a little bit of a jump on it and it was, but it was like, crap, we need to, we need to figure this out. So about a week and a half, two weeks before like the shutdown happened, we had already gone to putting workouts online for people that didn't feel comfortable coming to the gym. They could do like a zoom class um, workout. I don't think actually we weren't doing zoom classes at first. We were just doing like putting the workout online. We had a coach online. We'd do like a dip, full demo of the workout, basically back to like Billy Blanks, right? We do a full workout online, follow along at home, do the workout. Okay. Started, started posting those on YouTube. Then it turned into, Hey, we have to shut down because, you know, the governor's telling us to shut down. We loaned out all of our equipment. So everybody had something at their house. We continued to do the videos every single day through all of COVID shut down. And then afterwards we went to two zoom classes a day. So just like you know, zoom call, we were, you know, we'd sit there like one of us would coach the workout the other would do it in the background along with the coaching. So people could see it. And then the coach would sit there and watch the little boxes and critique how people were doing stuff and motivate them through the computer screen. You know, it was like, it was another way to just, it was on the calendar. So people knew at nine o'clock, they could still go to their class, but it was at their house, right? Nine o'clock and four o'clock, they could go do their workouts. They had a, sure. and by doing that, they still had a little bit of their community. They still had a little bit of things. And, you know, for about four weeks, that was pretty solid. Everybody, everybody's, you know, honestly, everybody's having fun with it early on. Cause it was, it was different. It was new. And then, then everybody's like scratching at the door to come back in. Right. Like, All right. When can we go back to the gym? Like, I don't guys, we're not, we can't do this. 
So, but then, you know, things started lifting and we were able to open the gym back up and we came back in. We started with real small classes, like six people in a class. We did the whole box off everything. Don't go outside your box. You know, we have a huge facility. It wasn't like anybody was anywhere near anybody, you know, so open doors. It was fine. And then we, then things started relaxing and, you know, one, one thing, but it, honestly, it worked out okay. Well, but, and that's kind of where I was getting to is that you guys have really experienced growth afterwards. I mean, this hasn't been... It wasn't it wasn't a death sentence. It wasn't something that impacted you guys in a you know, it might have impacted you negatively for a short time, but you guys have recovered and really moved forward with your business. Yeah, quite quite honestly. And we, you know, we joke about it half half-heartedly, right? Because COVID's, you know, it's insanely serious and there's a whole lot going on, but it's like some careers like it was the best thing that ever happened to us. <laughs> what you know what happened and also with COVID is like people started being like, hey, we have to take our fitness seriously. Right. Because a lot of it is like, hey, if I'm the people that were in shape and feeling better, we're the le- less likely to get sick. Right. And that was kind of the, a little bit of the takeaway from that. And you're still starting, you're still seeing that. You're still seeing people go to that. And then also on top of that, we live in an area where people are moving to very rapidly. So Jacksonville and the beach started getting a big, big push of growth, you know, kind of like towards the COVID lockdown and stuff. So then that, that helps also. No doubt. Well, and you guys have put on a di- an additional location as well, right? We have. Yeah, we opened up a different a new location about two months ago. Okay. And where's that location at? Uh it's in Jacksonville also. It's in uh Mandarin. Okay. So close to So it gives you a gives you a bigger a bigger spread within your within your city. Correct. Yeah. We're it's only about twenty five minutes away from our front door here. So it's not too bad. Very cool. So if if people had to take away one thing from this, if people are listening and, you know, if, if you wanted them to walk away with one thing about CrossFit and one thing about how you train people and what you do, what would it be? Um, the one thing I always tell people, like you meet me and talk to me and talk about fitness and it get, goes down that conversation and goes down that road, right? The one thing I always tell people is do something, right? Go find fitness, go find a coach, go find a trainer, go find a class you love, go find whatever it is. Go find something and find something you will do. Because if you find something that you like and you love and you will do, it will change your life. Right? If you don't awesome. like it, you don't like it, you don't love it, it's not going to work. Go then go find something else. I'm biased to CrossFit, right? And I think we have the best coaches in the world and we're working hard, you know, every day for our people. And I'm clearly biased to it. But at the same time, it's not realistic or going to be viable for every single person. But there is something that is out there for every single person. So go find it and go do it. I think that's a great message. Justin, if people want to find out more about you, where can they find you guys? They can find us at uh, CrossFitJacksBeach.com. They can find me at CrossFitDuval.com. They can find me at CF Jacksonville Beach on Instagram, at Crossfitduval on Instagram. Uh, yeah, that's close enough. Good deal. They can, Thank go- you. They can Google CrossFit Jacks Beach, Google CrossFit Duval. We're, <laughs> we're, 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 ev- we're everywhere. <laughs> Justin, thanks so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Jesse, glad we could do it, buddy. All right. All right. So before we wrap this episode up, let's take a step back for a second and talk about CrossFit as an industry. As we said before, it's a young business. It was started less than 25 years ago. It's amazing that it is now in over 150 different countries. CrossFit appeals to all people. There's almost an exact 50-50 split between female and male participants. Over 40% of all the CrossFit gym members are between 25 and 34 years old. What's most intriguing is that the fastest growing segment of participants is between 18 and 24. So it's a young business with young participants. 
that means there's a lot of runway for this business to continue growing and to continue to develop into what it will be 15, 20, 30 years from now. If you have interest in CrossFit and if you want to see if it's right for you or you still have questions and you'd like to learn more, contact Justin and his team. They do offer drop-in workouts as well. Check it out on their website and sign up. Or, of course, you can always sign up for a full membership. If you're looking for more, or you're looking to take that next step in your fitness journey, see if it's right for you. I want to thank Justin Henderson again for joining Making Sense of It All. That's going to wrap us up for today. We'll catch you guys next time.